to the Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name's John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired police sergeant. For the latest news articles and much more, check out our website, letradioshow.com. In the Law Enforcement Today show, we'll be joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, first responders, their families, their community, and victims of horrendous crimes. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Our page is Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. Check out the daily articles on our website, letradioshow.com. And while you're there, download our free app. She's an author. She's been married to a law enforcement officer for more than two decades. She's here to talk about the realities of what law enforcement officers and their families face and how she uses her experience to try to help others. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at helpforourheroes.com. The Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for substance abuse, addiction, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Plus, they offer complete treatment for mental health issues for those without substance abuse problems. Finally, our heroes have access to a world-class program for PTSD, anxiety, depression, and more. In addition to multiple rehabilitation and holistic treatments for all those that suffer from substance abuse problems, the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center is a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program where law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the separate and highly specialized treatment they need. Their program features first responders and veterans helping first responders and veterans. Got questions? They have the answers at the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at helpforourheroes.com. Calling us from Texas, Vicki Gustafson on the phone. Vicki is an author. She is a life coach. She is the owner of LEOW Insights. There's not a whole lot you can't do, Vicki. Thanks for taking time in your busy schedule. Spend some time with us here on Law Enforcement Today's show. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here, and I am excited to be able to share with your audience what it's really like to be married to a cop. How long have you been married to a police officer? Well, my husband's been in law enforcement for 40 years, and we've been married for 42 years. 26 of those years, he served at the Arlington, Texas Police Department, and then he volunteered. Of course, he did this for free for a couple of years at a local small department. And then after that, he, for the last 10 years, he has been as a federal court security officer. So he's been doing law enforcement work for 40 years. Yes. Oh my goodness. And you're, and you're right there with them in the trenches, so to speak. Absolutely. Yes. As a matter of fact, when I married my husband, he was not a police officer. He got a job working for my dad. My dad owned a car dealership in So he worked with my father for a while, and then he came home one day and said, I really want to do what I want to do. I want to become a police officer. And so I honestly thought, this is how naive a 23-year-old can be, I honestly thought that he was going to go play cops and robbers for three to five years and get it out of his system and go back to work where it was safe and secure and financially secure, working for my father. And 40 years later, I'm still 
um, watching my husband walk out the door with a badge of gun and a bulletproof badge. So and, I and you're really still waiting for that. all those things you talked about. Yeah, the, the peace of mind, uh, the financial security, and uh, not having to worry. That's right. That's right. For some reason, that wasn't in the cards. I don't know why, but it wasn't in the cards. And so, anyway, well, I, I shouldn't say I don't know why. You know, looking back, I can see that my husband, you know, there's always a calling for someone. You know, my husband, in our case, because we, you know, have faith in God, you know, there's this calling that to protect and serve. And so that is where he belongs. And so once I accepted that and recognized that and began to have some coping skills and some understanding, it was a little bit easier to be able to put that worry and fear where it belonged and just enjoy life and this roller coaster ride of being married to a cop. And that's a, a, a great way of describing it. It's a roller coaster ride. And it, it truly is a, a calling. It's a vocation. For me, it was. Uh, I, I thought about going to priesthood first and decided that wasn't for me. And law enforcement, a career in policing was right behind it for the reasons that we always hear. And what you just said was to help, to do my part to help the community and people who were less fortunate than I was, especially people who were being victimized. I, to this day, cannot stomach that. Right. And I think my husband is in the same boat that you are because he really has that innate instinct to protect and serve the public. And I mean, looking back, even as a child, he was being groomed to do this. And my cha- one of my chapters, it's called Impressionable Minds. I actually talk about that, how you could see that in him as a child even, and I'm sure that you could probably look back at your history and say, wow, you know, um, someone influenced me and someone, um, and what my choices were as a young, as a young boy was, um, was priming me to do exactly what he was doing now today. So when you say uh, the chapters, you wrote a book, what is the name of the book? The name of the book is his badge, my story, which offers insights and coping skills and understanding for spouses and loved ones of law enforcement officers. And where can people get the book, get more information about buying the book? You can buy the book. You can go to either hisbadgemystory.com, and it will redirect you to our main website, which is leowinsight.com. And I say L-E-O-W Insight. Tell us what that is all about. Yes. Well, we started this company when we decided to, uh, when I launched this book, I felt like I really wanted to expand and not just be an author of a book. I wanted to also offer my services in different ways. And so I became a certified Christian life coach. And so I offer my coaching skills through this website. I mean, through this, my company called LEOW Insight. And then we also have the opportunity to expand and be guest speakers, like, for example, what I'm doing with you today, and then be able to be a guest speaker at some back of blue events that are, are either local or around the country. And then we can also offer speaking with um, academy classes and some of the other opportunities that will evolve over time because I am an author and because this book, His Badge, My Story, is so compelling and such an, um, an opportunity for spouses and loved ones to be able to get that insight and understanding that they need so that they can have a healthy, hopeful, happy relationship with their officer. Because it isn't as easy as it sounds just being married in a general, you know, generally it's not that easy to be married for 42 years. I I look, (laughs) I've been married now going on almost 20 years and I can't picture 40. (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, not saying I don't want to. I it just I don't know what's in store for us. And you're right. I met my wife after police work, many years after I retired, and she still pays some of the price for what I went through. Uh, but we've found a way to work through 99.9% of that. And when I'm having difficult times, she knows how to deal with it. But there's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of work involved in a long-term committed relationship. And for people in law enforcement, it can be even more challenging. Can you elaborate on some of the problems that we as a society experience in marriage with our law enforcement officers or the couples? Right, absolutely, yes. I actually, in my book, I actually have a chapter called Gremlins, which is, um, most people know that in law enforcement as the pitfalls of law enforcement. But I really do feel like these gremlins that that surface over time as uh, longevity being in the law enforcement community and being, you know, serving the community. These gremlins that I talk about in my book are experiences that Jay and I experienced over time. And some of these gremlins that can take a hold of and, and destroy the passion and the spirit of my spouse, in other words. And it was very difficult to see and to watch my husband. He became very, very serious. And I could just watch him go from Jay, happy-go-lucky Jay, to serious Sergeant Gus in a uniform, you know, in the blink of an eye by the time he ended up strapping a, on a badge, a gun, and a bulletproof vest, and in a daily you know, dose of courage to walk out the door and go do what officers do, which is to protect and serve. And I would look at my husband and I would not even recognize him sometimes. And maybe your wife felt that way too when, you know, when some of these experiences would surface for you. And so she would learn to cope with them as well. And I had to learn to understand and to cope with the seriousness that my husband had encountered. And once we recognized that it was a pitfall, that it was a gremlin, then we work together to um, help him overcome some of these pitfalls. We are talking sure. with Vicki Gustafson. Uh, she is married to a law enforcement officer, 40 plus years in law enforcement, an author, a speaker, a life coach, and more. This is Law Enforcement Today Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Epidemic. America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost, and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. We're 
are all over social media. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page, Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. We're on Twitter. Follow us at LET Radio Show Podcast. And on Instagram, look for LET Radio Show Podcast. Of course, don't forget our website, letradioshow.com. If you haven't done so already, please download our app. It's 100% free. We got versions for your Android and iPhone devices, 100% free. You can download them today at our website, which is letradioshow.com. That's letradioshow.com. Be sure to get yours today. Return our conversation with Vicki Gustafson on the Law Enforcement Today show, calling us from Texas. Vicki has been in a law enforcement marriage for more than 40 years. Uh, he's Her husband has been in law enforcement for 40 plus years. She's written a book, His Badge, My Story. She's the founder of LEOW Insight. She's a dynamic speaker, advocate for LEO families, certified Christian life coach, et cetera, et cetera. You got a full plate there, Vicki. I certainly do. And over time, it just evolved. I'm just very grateful that I have the opportunity at this point in our lives to be able to give back to this generation of law enforcement spouses and loved ones, because I really do believe that, you know, once you get to this time, or in my case, once I got to this time in my life, with my experience and in, in being married to an officer for the length of time that I have been, or my husband and I have been married, I really feel like that it's time for us to give back to this generation. And so I'm very, very fortunate that I feel comfortable in order to do that. And this book just developed over time. It took me three and a half years to write His Badge, My Story. And one of the inspirations behind that book is because you talk about it a lot, Jay. You talk about the environment that we live in, that families live in. And being married to a police officer, this environment can kind of, I hate to say it, but it feels yucky sometimes. And so it was a, it was a motivation for me to write this book is because of the environment. And we have a tendency as families of law enforcement to isolate ourselves and to separate ourselves from society because we have this fear of unknown fear, or we have legitimate reasons that we need to separate ourselves for one reason or another. And that's part of one of the downfalls of being married to a police officer is you never know what kind of experiences you're going to have um, when you are out there you know, just putting yourself out there and someone says, well, what do your husband do for a living? And as experience from my experiences, I had to stop and think, what am I going to say? Do I say, oh, he's a police officer? Or do I say that, oh, he works for the city? Because I don't know what kind of feedback I'm going to get. I'm either going to get... My, oh. my circumstances, it was usually negative or sarcastic. Right. Sarcasm was very, very common. Yes. As a police wife, I did get a lot of, oh, I could never be married to a cop. And you had to take that a couple of different ways. Well, what way did they mean by that? They could never be married to a cop because of why. And some of them were compassionate and say, I could never be married to a cop because I would worry too much. I don't know how you uh, go through every day not worrying about your husband. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I do worry about him, but I have that under control. And because you do have to have coping skills, and that takes time to develop. And you you hit a point earlier, and this is something that applies not just to law enforcement couples, but for everybody. 
is life can really get super serious. And for our law enforcement people, it's a lot of trauma, a lot of violence they experience, a lot that they see. And that can be damaging to their psyche. And you said things can get kind of yucky. Well, I think that we have to do is we have to make a concerted effort and find our joy to do things as a couple that we're going to enjoy together. That is a total opposite from what I do for a living. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely right. As a matter of fact, my husband, he got into police rodeos. And so he spent a lot of time. um, We raised our children, as a matter of fact, uh, going to police rodeos. So I think for the first 15 years of, of him being a law enforcement officer, maybe 10 years, he would just we would just get away and just be Jay for a day and just be a family, something that they enjoyed and something that was really fun to do. And it was an experience that I look back on now, and I just really enjoy that experience. But what's interesting about that is that adrenaline rush that comes along with being in law enforcement also carries through, at least in my husband's case, it carried through in his hobbies. And so, as I mentioned, you know, the police rodeos that were, you know, we live in Texas, so, you know, that just made total sense. And then once he hung that up, then he got a Harley. And so then we experienced that together. And now that we're at the age that we are, and we have five grandchildren, and now we have um, four wheels that we enjoy. And he finally eventually got his favorite car, which is a Corvette. And so now we go a little enjoyment and pleasure, just getting away and just having fun with each other. And so I really do believe that Whatever the experiences and the and the passion that people have as far as hobbies goes, I really believe that that's something that's so important to do as a couple. It is great that you do it as a couple and as a, as a family, and it's something that I think that all everybody needs to do, regardless of what occupation you have, because we get busy and we get busy running our lives and managing our lives, and we lose sight of things like what's important as a couple, as a family, spending time together. One of the things you hit on, I think, that is so important in my case, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. I become so used to the adrenaline rush of being a police that when I, I got hurt and retired and my career was over suddenly before I realized it or wanted it to be, I was left with a huge void. I didn't know what to do. I was bored. I was looking for something to replace that with. I lost a big part of my identity and I struggled with trying to be your husband. I had the same nickname, by the way, Jay, trying to be Jay and as a husband, I was nursing the wounds and couldn't find a way to find my new normal. Absolutely. I can see that happening to a lot of officers. And even when they retire, it's like this adrenaline rush kind of goes away and you, you really have, you just long to still experience that in a, in a way. And that, that experience happened to my husband as well when he retired from the police department. Um, and I believe that's why he decided to volunteer in the small department for a couple of years was because he, although he knew it was time for him to retire, he also wanted to keep his foot in the door. And in law enforcement, he wanted to fulfill that adrenaline rush of putting on that uniform and putting on, you know, that, that the authority that goes along with that uniform and what he was so used to. And so, um, I so, can, but he did that. I can see that being an issue for, I've heard it being an issue for uh, our military veterans, especially combat veterans, firefighters, EMTs, that, you know, this go, 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 it's life and death, it's all the time. When I say life and death, 
every minute of every day in police work wasn't life and death but i would go from absolute boredom to an actual life or death situation within 10 or 15 seconds and we got used to that so as a couple it took its toll as a couple when I left that, it, it was a huge problem. And I've heard that is a situation for many, many people that come from that type of service related industry where it literally is life or death. I had an interview when I first started the show with a guy named Ralph Friedman. Uh, he had a television show on Investigative Discovery Channel called Street Justice of the Bronx. And uh, I'm going to misquote what he said, but it, uh, something along the lines of he has a tattoo that says, the risk was worth the rush. Uh, the adrenaline <laughs> was nonstop and it almost became addictive where people say they're adrenaline junkies. I could see it. I understand what they're talking about. We are talking with Vicki Gustafson. Uh, she's the author of the book, His Badge, My Story, and also the founder of LEOW Insight. This is Law Enforcement Today's show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you've missed past episodes of the Law Enforcement Today radio show, never fear. You can listen to them online as a podcast. Just go to our website, letradioshow.com, where you'll find all the podcast episodes and much more. That's letradioshow.com. So many people ask me, how did I transition from police work to a career in radio? What did I do to become a music radio DJ? Plus, host of the syndicated Law Enforcement Today radio talk show and podcast. The answer is simple. I attended the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting, where I learned by doing. At Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting's 11 East Coast campuses, students have learned by doing for 55 years. Radio, television, podcasting, and now coding for web development. At the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting, students learn in months, not years. Day and evening classes are available. Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting is perfect for those graduating from high school, adults looking for new career training, first responders, and veterans too. For veterans, some or all your tuition could be covered by your VA benefits. Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting has locations in Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and North Carolina. Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting, training in audio, video production, television, sports, podcasting, radio, and web development. What are you waiting for? Get more information. Call 800-887-2346 or online at gocsb.com. For special offers and consideration, tell them you heard about them from Law Enforcement Today. Back to our conversation with Vicki Gustafson. Uh, Vicki is the author of the book, His Badge, My Story, founder of LEOW Insight, which means she's a speaker, advocate for Leo families, certified Christian life coach, and also been married her husband's been in law enforcement more than 40 years. So you get a lot of insight, Vicki, into what reality is for our law enforcement officers. Because we see in the news, we see in the media, especially social media, something happens and people blow it out of proportion. Hollywood never seems to get it right. This is your chance to tell America a couple stories of what life is really like for the family of a law enforcement officer. Well, thank you so much. Yes, you know, the way that the media portrays police officers and the way that Hollywood predicts them to be is a far reality, in my opinion, of what actually my husband actually did for a living for 26 years and for 40 years in, in law enforcement. 
And what I would love to um, make sure that the average person understands about what it's merit, what it's like to be married to a police officer is that when you see on the news and they have already made a decision of what reason why this officer did what he did and in a negative way, it puts a negative impact on the entire law enforcement community and our blue nation suffers because of it. And it really does feed back into our families and it it helps us to take a deep breath to be able to go out into the day to day world and, you know, Oh, gosh, I'm really struggling with this, Jay. I'm so sorry. Well, here's the Um, reason why. It's not easy to talk about. These are things, I'll give you an example, Vicki. For many times, my wife and I, or even when I was single, I get invited to to parties or or barbecues or whatever, and they didn't introduce you around. This is so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. Oh, by the way, this is Jay the cop. And they were like, oh, my hands up, all all the jokes. You know how to deal with those. Then they start getting people that would pepper me with questions. And to this day, I, I don't like being questioned. But without fail, there'd be some guy I'd never met before who's got half a load on from drinking too much beer. And he'd say, so did you ever shoot anybody? And right. my response yeah. would be, you got a lot of nerve. What makes yeah. you think I would want to talk about one of the worst situations in my life with a complete stranger I've never met over a beer? Right, absolutely. And, and I usually and, follow up by saying, yes, I have, and then walk away. Yeah, and in my case, my husband, fortunately, my husband did not experience that. And, and that's another great career. thing. And because that's very, that's very, very pe- fortunate. People and, don't but, think that. They think that every cop it, is gun trigger happy and is shooting people left and right. And it's not the reality right. of what it's, it's like. like and, and and that happened to me many, many times when people would, when I would say, you know, what does your husband do for a living in that? And I would say, well, my husband's a police officer. And they would look at me and they'd say, well, how many people did he shoot last week? And I'm like, what? You know, I, I don't understand where they're getting. I mean, I understand where they're getting it. They're getting it from Hollywood and they're getting it from the news. But that isn't reality. Um, use of force is, um, my understanding is last resort. It's not first resort. And my husband would always say that. You know, I would rather talk someone to jail than fight someone to jail. Absolutely. And, you know, I had a lot of faith in what my husband did for a living, and there was a lot of great training that my husband had. And But at the same time, being married to a police officer and what the what society sees on TV and what they, what they hear and what they watch on TV is not reality. And it's hard, like you said, it's hard to explain because... It's uncomfortable. And I remember when my husband first became a police officer. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And I had a a BFF, my best friend forever, right? And we were in each other's weddings. And uh, my husband, he was a rookie, so I guess the first year of his career. And and there was this party that she planned and invited everybody, all of her friends, including excluding me. And I didn't know anything about the party until after it was over. And I found out about the party and... I confronted her and I said, Angela, I said, I heard you had a party and you didn't invite us. And he said, she said, well, think about it, Vicki. Who wants a cop to show up at their party? I mean, I was devastated, Jay. I mean, I was just devastated. I mean, you talk about throwing darts in my heart. And I said, yeah, but he was working anyway. He wouldn't have been able to come. And she said, it doesn't matter, Vicki. You're married to a cop. And that was a reality check. And I remember my husband coming home and he could tell I'd been crying and, you know, on the couch, you know, it was very sad. And, and he said, you know, asked me what was up and I shared what was the matter. And, 
and I explained to him, you know, what she said, you know, who wants a cop to show up to their party? And, and he looked at me with a lot of compassion, and he shook his head, and he said, I'm sorry, and he gave me a kiss. And, and then he looked at me, and he said, Vicki, get used to it. Yeah. And then he continued to try to put our lifestyle in perspective, and, and which would be excluded. We would be excluded because of the badge. And I had to accept that. I had to understand that. And that was something that was very difficult. As you probably can tell, I'm a very social person. I want, you know, I really love talking to people and I really love being out in the, in the workforce and I really enjoy um, being in society. And yet I feel like I was on this balance beam that I call my LEOW balance beam and carrying a tray of coffee and donuts in one hand and a tray of drinks and hors d'oeuvres in the other. And I'm trying to balance this lifestyle that, you know, law enforcement officers don't really want to socialize with society because guess what? In my case, society didn't, my best friend didn't even want us there. And so I'm stuck in the middle trying to balance our life and see where I fit in. And there were times when I didn't know which way to fall. I mean, this, this acrobatic act that I had to perform on this beam holding these two trays came became very difficult many many times but you know one of the things that was important to jay and i and i I really want to share this with everyone is when my husband became a police officer we were invited to this non-mandatory but highly recommended meeting for police spouses i'll never forget it of course it was it was mandatory for me evidently to show up and my husband called me and said you have to come i said okay i guess it's mandatory and at this meeting, there was, was this couple that sat there that had some experience, kind of like Jay and I, and they just shared what it's really like to be married to a cop. And he would say, well, your officer might come home and isolate himself. And then his wife would say, if you notice that he's um, separating himself from everyday society, you may want to help him stay connected by joining a bowling league or you know, a motorcycle club or a Bible study or something where he can stay connected with people outside the world of law enforcement so that you can have that good balance. And then they would say, your husband may not share his experience so that you wouldn't worry. And then the wife would say, you know, if you experience that, then too much information and not enough information can really bring that worry and fear to surface. And, you know, you need to have the lines of communication open so you can tell him what's too much information and what's not enough information. And I learned over time that everything that this young couple, I don't know why I keep calling them young, but every time I hear this couple say something, I, over time, over the 26 years, we experienced it. It's funny how it was almost predicting your future that this is going to be an issue. And I'm sitting here nodding my head listening to you talk about a lot of the stories from your experience. We're talking with Vicki Gustafson. And she is married to a law enforcement officer for 40 years in law enforcement. She's an author. She is also founder of LEOW Insight. She does public speaking. She's a certified Christian life coach. This is Law Enforcement Today Show. So much more to talk about you don't want to miss, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you haven't done so already, please download our app. It's 100% free. we got versions for your Android and iPhone devices, 100% free. You can download them today at our website, which is letradioshow.com. That's letradioshow.com. Be sure to get yours today.
This is Law Enforcement Show. I'm John J. Wiley, joined by Vicki Gustafson. Did I get it right this time, Vicki? You did. You got it right. I've Thank been butchering so her last name so many times for this interview. Uh, That's all right. I, I apologize. Uh, Vicki, by the way, very, very talented, very busy person. She's written a book, His Badge, My Story. It's based off her relationship from her perspective with her husband, 40 plus years in law enforcement. She is a speaker. She's an advocate for Leo families, certified Christian life coach for law enforcement officer wives. She's based out of Texas. You can get more information. What's your website for, for more details if people want to contact you? You can go to leowinsight.com or you can go to hisbadgemystory.com and it'll redirect you to leowinsight.com. One of the things I noticed, Vicki, about my own personal story, I told earlier, my career was ended. I got hurt. I was 33 when I was retired uh, and then stuck with, what do I do now? I, all I thought was I was good at being a cop. That's all I knew. And, and eventually, I started to pursue a career in radio, which eventually I still do, by the way. I do music radio show in the Florida Keys on uh, middays, uh, Power Radio WKYZ FM. My on-air name and music is Ripley. And I also have the syndicated law enforcement talk show. But what I found out, Vicki, is that so much of what I went through in law enforcement, see, 95% of law enforcement is just dealing with people in, in the worst possible scenarios. They're having the worst moments of their life. It could be a car accident, someone died, uh, their house is broken into, uh, they're the victim, or they're the perpetrator or suspect. Whatever it was, you're dealing with people. And I found out, and this became a very motivating thing for me. Not only can I do things to try to help our law enforcement members, our other first responders, our firefighters, our EMPs, in my own experience, but I can take what I've learned and use that to try to help everybody, no matter what their walk of life, because we've been dealing with people our whole lives. Right. Absolutely. And I see that from your book that you're, some of what you talk about, although it is geared towards law enforcement officers and their, their spouses, this applies to so many people. Right. Absolutely. A lot of it is across the board, no matter what type of industry that you're in, because the lines of communication need to be opened with your spouse in order to have a strong, healthy marriage. And especially as a law enforcement couple, because that can, you know, that too much information and not enough information that I talked about a few minutes ago is it can change over time. And and I have this I talk about this measuring bar of comfort where with every different position with that my husband had within the department, I would have to learn all over again because, you know, at one point he was on patrol. And so that worry and fear of him not coming home and, you know, waiting at the, you know, watching that front door open. And this was long before cell phones. We didn't have that luxury back then. And the thought of him going to a payphone with a quarter to to call me was uh, probably uh, not going to happen very often. And so, you know, I would start pacing the floors and I would start worrying about him and, you know, and that type of thing. I had to get a handle on that. I had to let that go. And and a lot of it had to do with too much information or not enough information. And so I quite honestly, I couldn't see me giving out a lot of information when really, really bad stuff happened, which was not every day. But there were times I just didn't want to talk about it. And I certainly didn't want her to be fearful. I knew she was fearful already. And I came from that era. We didn't have cell phones either. Uh, so if I knew it'd be late, I'd try to pay the phone from the station and call her and say, hey, I'm running late. Everything's okay. One of the things I think that was a common denominator between my first wife, 
my current wife and you is that all these women had their own strong sense of identity and self and what they wanted to do. Uh, Their whole life wasn't spent around, although they worried, wasn't spent around waiting for me so they could have a life. Absolutely. I did learn that really quickly on that I could not sit and listen to a police scanner, so to speak, and um, go out through my daily life. I had to have my own life and I had to let my husband be a police officer and then allow me to uh, build my own career and to go in the direction that I wanted to go. And we had three kids in four years and we were extremely busy. And, you know, the people talk about the chair that, you know, officers come home to this chair. And, you know, my husband didn't really even have an opportunity to come home to the chair because if he did, I'd throw a child in his lap and say, here, <laughs> you know, this child needs, you know, needs, needs ABCD. And so, you know, he had to learn that but the the downtime was a little bit different at our house. And, you know, of course, you know, our children grew and that type of thing. And so times changed and all of that. But anyway, but one of the things that was really important to us was our vows. And I really feel like that our vows is what, um, when everything came back to making, you know, decisions about our, our future, is that we really did put a lot of value on our vows. And we understood that a lot of challenges that we were having was because of the badge. And so once we would recognize that these challenges were because of the badge, then we could work through those challenges and work through those gremlins and those pitfalls, and we could work through them together and so that we could come through it and be a better couple at the very, you know, at the end of the challenges that we were having. Not every, of course, not every challenge that we've had in the 40 years is because of the badge. Of course, it's just part of being married for 40 years, you're going to have those issues. But um, but a lot of them were because of the badge. And that's the reason why the His Badge, My Story got written. It's because I wanted to give the insight and the coping skills and the understanding, especially for these um, rookie wives and these rookie couples that are right, right at the very beginning of their career. I really feel like that non-mandatory but highly recommended meeting for police spouses that I went to, I really believe that this book, His Badge, My Story, it should be non-mandatory but highly recommended reading for police spouses. And and even for the officer themselves, because they get an insight to what we, their spouse, is going through and how we can have a tendency to be fearful. As you mentioned, you know, you're not going to bring all this home and, and put it on me, right? And so then my imagination would go crazy when my husband would do that. Um, I know that when my husband was a homicide detective, you know, that was a real challenge for me uh, because he did not want to bring home a lot of what he was experiencing. And so he would just clam up and not say anything. Well, then my imagination would just go nuts. And so I finally had to confront him and say, hey, I really need this conversation with you because I really do need to understand what you're doing so I can cope with this better. And so I can be a better wife and I can be a better mother because I'm just kind of frozen in my tracks right now. And so once I recognized the challenges that I were ha- that I was having, then we would work through it together as a couple instead of fighting against it. Well, that's and- great. I-, I don't know how to begin to start that conversation, uh, especially when he's a homicide detective, that certain cases I don't see where he'd be able to talk about it because some of the things you see and witness are so heinous that I still find it difficult to talk about, and it's been 20, 30 years ago. Right, absolutely. He had this one case. It's, in my book, it's called Unsolved, Unsettled, and um, and it just has haunted him for 
I don't I think the case is now 30 years old. It's still unsolved. And it was a very difficult case for him to work on. And it was a very, you know, sad case. And as when many detectives, you know, go through. And so I wanted to make sure that that chapter was in the book as well, because it's something that we had to work through as a couple. And, you know, of course, I know that Jay did not share, you know, if I, you were to ask him, did you share everything with your wife? The first sound of word out of his mouth would be exactly what you would say. No, I did not. And I didn't want to know everything, but I just needed to know the gist of it. And, you know, I needed to know just enough to, to calm my anxious heart, so to speak. And, and then, you know, then on the flip side, then he became the, the sergeant on the, for the vice unit. And, oh, my you know, goodness. You can just imagine what that was like. And so the big joke at our house was, um, you know, take a shower before you come to bed, you know. And at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, my husband would come home. I think he got, maybe he got off at 4. He got off at 3 or 4. I can't remember exactly. And But it was a big joke at our house, but it wasn't really a joke. It really no, was. Take it's a really shower not a before joke. Before you go to bed. Vicki, we just carry <laughs> cans of Lysol <laughs> disinfectant spray and spray down our whole uniforms and get home. And the first thing, and I never worked vice, but get home and the very first thing to do is get a shower before I can talk to you because I just felt, and maybe part of it's psychological, trying to wash off a lot of what we saw, but there's a lot of filth, there's a lot of poor hygiene, there's a lot of things out there that you don't want to bring home to your family uh, in the real physical sense or the mental sense as well. Again, Vicki, the name of your book and where people get more information. Sure, absolutely. The name of my book is His Badge, My Story, Insights for Spouses and Loved Ones of Law Enforcement Officers. You can find that book at leowinsight.com or hisbadgemystory.com. If you are um, wanting to buy in bulk, um, a gift box of 12, it retails for $215.40, and you can get that right now for $150. And that would be amazing for associations and departments and academies. So I wanted to make sure that I had a gift box that officers, I don't, well, officers and um, departments and police wives organizations can purchase in bulk. Um, Vicki, thanks so much for being a guest on the Law Enforcement Today show. is very much appreciated. Yes, absolutely. I'd like to thank our guests so much for coming on the Law Enforcement Today show. We've got another great guest heading your way next week. Don't miss it. Until then, this is John J. Wiley. See ya.